This is an ACB community call presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Go for it, Marty. Sorry for, uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, but we are getting going now. So welcome, welcome, everyone. Thanks for being here. We have a couple announcements right off the top. As usual, I want to remind everyone that we're going to take everyone's first questions. And once we get through everyone's first questions, then we can take second questions. Also be cognizant of being respectful for everyone with their question, the same way you would want to be with your questions and make sure that we let everyone get their questions out. Also, I want to let everyone know we got a new email and the new email to contact us at is feedback at unmute.show. So again, that's feedback at unmute.show. If you want to get a hold of us, that's how you do it. And if you have any comments, questions, or anything else. And Michael, do you want to uh, give us an update on podcasts and all that other fun stuff? Yeah, sure. So as you know, the calls are turned into recorded podcasts with some very minimal editing. So be conscientious of that. Um, And then it is published to the podcast feed. Lately, though, we have also been publishing additional content on Sundays and Thursdays. And uh, we published an episode on Sunday called Appear and Disappear, Navigate and Hiding and Showing Messages, Messages Apps on iPhone and iPad. So Marty went in and showed you how to hide those uh, messages, message apps if you find them to be irritating and gave you a quick demonstration of how to do that. And then on Thursday, we published our live to recording process because Marty had been asked a couple of people by a couple of people, how do you turn your podcast or your Zoom calls into podcasts quickly? And then, of course, there was the previous uh, episode that we recorded back on the 24th of January. Uh, one last thing, we have gotten a couple of questions to the feedback at unmute.show email address. Appreciate that. Anyone who has emailed in the last week, we will be following up with you today. Uh, I had a technical issue with my email, so I wasn't seeing them, uh, but we got you all taken care of and we'll help you out. Do we have at this time, Andrea, any hands? We have lots of hands, actually. We do. We do. Yes. Well, let's get to it. Um, Jewel, you are first, my dear. Go ahead and unmute. Hey, Jewel, how's it going? Oh, wow, I'm first. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're good, thanks. I had a Braille question. I'm not sure how well you, how knowledgeable y'all are about Braille displays and um, use with JAWS and VoiceOver. Uh, a um, little bit. Okay. I have the NLS e-reader, the HumanWare e-reader, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out if there is a way to um, set up either JAWS or VoiceOver, because I don't think VoiceOver has a way um, but where it automatically changes Braille tables between languages. So, for example, I'm learning Japanese mm-hmm. and I want it to read like if the file has the programming, you know, so it, with the JAWS voice, it uses Japanese voice when and it's Japanese and English voice when it's English. Mm-hmm. But there's a way to set that up so that the Braille also changes with that. I, um, 
I believe there is a way, and I can if you shoot us an email, Jewel, I'll get directions. I enter in a uh, pinch though. If you add the Braille tables you want to your voiceover Mm -hmm. rotor, you can use the rotor to switch to Braille tables and then change it with that. That's what I've been doing, and it just it it works, but it's a little extra step. Yeah, you know, going back and forth. So yeah, drop us an email. I'll follow up with you. Yeah, I was wondering if there was a way to do like a command that would like if I hit like chord L or something, you will mm-hmm. switch back and forth with voiceover. Well, so, if anyone else has an idea, uh, stick around or listen to the podcast awesome. and um, someone else may have a suggestion. Of course, that would go for any language, not just Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks, Thank Jewel. you. Thanks, Jewel. Okay. okay. Actually, Cheryl is next. We have Cheryl. Good night. Go and ahead, we do Cheryl. have a couple hands in Clubhouse when oh, we're ready. Perfect. Oh. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. Hey, Cheryl. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I wrote out some emails, and uh, I heard you say you would be getting back today. But what my basic question is, I just learned about your podcast yesterday. I was going back and listening to some of the ACB uh, podcasts. I had a couple questions. How quickly, how do y'all get to your podcasts? So in any podcaster application that you use, you just type in unmute presents, and then in the description, you'll see... Marty Sobo and Michael Babcock, and that's the one you want. And then all of our stuff will be right there in that feed. Okay. If you go to the Google, just to, to like your server, I mean, your browser, excuse me. In any podcast you... app that you use. So. Okay. Now, like on an iPhone, it just, I have an iPhone and it just says uh, podcasts. That's the app you want to use. That's perfect. Okay. So I would just go to the search field and type it in. Yep. Yep. Okay. And what is the actual name of your podcast? Unmute Presents, same as our call here. So you'll hear on uh, Tuesdays, you'll hear the repeat of this call. We edit it down and then put it out. And then you'll get uh, something on Thursdays, which is going to be anywhere between 15 and 30 minutes. And then Sunday is going to be a short, quick tip. So all I have to do is Unmute Presents. Right. And then you hit either follow or subscribe or whatever they have in there these days. And then every time a new episode comes out, it'll automatically show up in your application. Okay. All right. I think that uh, definitely uh, answers the question. And I'll think of my other second question I know I had. Okay. Sounds good. So you go ahead to someone else. All right. Uh, Chanel, you want to do Clubhouse? Okay, so first up, we have Herbie and then Tyann. So I guess, Herbie, go ahead. Hey, Herbie. Or maybe he's not on, let's see here. All right, so let's... What's that um, beeping? He's not responding, so let's go to Tyann. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's our smoke alarm, and I will oh, mute. Oh, oh, okay. I want to take uh, Tyann next, then in Clubhouse. Yeah, Tyann, go ahead. Hello. <clears throat> Um, so I was sent a file that, um, I didn't know how to open there. You guys know how tech savvy I am. And so it was an HTML text file. And when I would click on it, it would bring up the page, but I could not, it had no like open in Safari or anything. So to answer your question, Tyann, if I'm understanding correctly, and Herbie, just so you know, you are unmuted. Um, the 
uh, file is a HTML text document. Um, so it's, is it like called index.html, for example, and then voiceover is recognizing it as a text document? Yeah. Okay. So how I have found the best way to do this, especially on the Mac, is I use a tool called TextMate, T-E-X-T-M-A-T-E. And then what you can typically do is VO shift M on the file and then go and open in TextMate. And uh, then you should be able to browse the actual code of the web page. Is there no way to do it on the iPhone? On the iPhone, I have not tried to open an HTML file on the iPhone. Marty, do you know the way? You would need to get uh, an editor that will read HTML. So there are apps out there. Tyan, I'll uh, find a good one for you, and I'll reach out to you and let you know uh, well, what would be a good one and, and how to do it. Okay. Well, hopefully it won't happen again, but um, Michael fixed the problem that I had um, indirectly. Well, good. Perfect. Because it was... Um, Alan sent me the html file for mm. the paypal thing yeah yeah perfect well good glad to know that that is fixed and working and uh, appreciate you jumping in tyane thanks and i don't know if herbie is busy but we do have I'm another here person now. i'm okay here now. then i, I guess if they're ready for you go for go it ahead, herbie. Herbie. okay so um good i'm just curious and like but you know i like giving you all challenging questions so let's just preface it with that do you know, is there some kind of different structure with different Zoom meetings? And I'll give you a couple of scenarios. Like, for instance, on your guys' call, the Mac is extremely chatty on the whole people joining channels and stuff, more so than some other meetings. And if that's not enough, on the iBug Zoom call, even when I'm not a host, the raise hand button, and it's not a webinar... But the raise hand button is on the main screen. I don't have to go under more or under reactions. And there's some Zoom meetings that I've seen it both ways. Well, one thing I will say is specifically to ours, I'm not sure about iBug. We use our own Zoom. So that might be having to do with maybe some weird way it comes out. Um, iBug, do they use their own Zoom or not? I'm not sure. That's the only thing really that I can think of that would make a difference from, you know, one Zoom meeting to another Zoom meeting is which Zoom account you're using. Yeah, and I'm not aware of a different layout, Herbie. That's interesting. You're seeing the raised hand on the main screen. Uh, so maybe that's a, a slow phased rollout that Zoom is making, which would make some people's lives a little easier. Uh, and then I have not made any other customizations to the Zoom account. So maybe I'll reach out to community because um, it's not as verbose on a community hosted Zoom account. Is that correct, Herbie? That's... He is muted, okay. but I think he's saying yes. Uh, um... Okay. Yeah. So I will reach out to community and see if there's any settings that they've changed uh, and look more into it. But thank you, Herbie. Now that you are busy, I think we'll jump back over to Zoom and then come back to Clubhouse. So who do we have next, Andrea? I'm back now. Baby. We have Miss Sheila Young. So Sheila, go ahead and unmute, my dear. Hey, Good Sheila, afternoon. how are you? Hi, guys, how welcome, are you? Welcome, welcome. Thanks. Uh, my question is for a friend of mine. It's not for me, because I don't have a Blind Shell Classic too. Um, Michael knows that. <laughs> the um, We were looking at her phone last night and there's stuff in her favorites that she didn't put in there. Mm -hmm. How can you delete things that are in the favorites that she doesn't want in the favorites? Because we couldn't find the command last night. 
So just to verify, is this in the favorite apps that you get to when you press the right edge button yes. or the favorites in the web browser? No, in the when you push the right button where it pulls up your favorites, there's things gotcha. in there that she's like, I didn't put that in there. So so if you yep. So if you go down to settings, so press your down button until you get to settings and mm -hmm. then press OK. Mm -hmm. Option number five in the settings is favorite applications. Press OK on that. Okay. And then it'll show a list of the existing favorite applications. Press OK on any of those. And the only or the first option is remove from favorites. OK. All right. I'll tell her. Thank you, dear. No awesome. problem, Thanks, Bye. All right. Who do we have next, Andrea? Okay. We have Mitchell. Please go ahead and unmute. Hey, Mitchell. How you doing? Hey, guys. Great job as always. You guys going to do a call on the Victor Rear 3 when it gets released or what? We'd like to. Um, if we can have someone from there come and we can get a hold of them and have them come and do a presentation, we could definitely do that. If you, uh, if you want to hear that, yeah, we can try and make that happen. Okay, and, and Mike, can you put your new email on the ACB conversation list? Yeah, yeah, I can put my new email on there. You're talking about the feedback at unmute.show? Yep, that's the email. Perfect, Mitchell. We will get that shared around, and I appreciate it. Um, looks like, did we have a hand in Clubhouse? We, we do. It's Randy Meyer. Hey, Randy, how you doing? Randy, go ahead and unmute. Sorry, my mute button disappeared for a second. Um Question, I am looking to keep a calendar active on my iPhone and my Windows computer. I really like Fantastical, but I'm trying to figure out how to make those, how to make Windows Outlook calendar and I guess iPhone work together. So when you open up Fantastical and you go into settings, you'll see accounts. You'll want to go into accounts and make sure any calendar accounts that you want to have in Fantastical are logged in there. So you'll have to go in there and set up your whatever accounts you want to have in there. And after you do that, it should show up all of your credentials for all of your accounts that you want to have show up in there. And Randy, and, let, and me ask, every, let me ask yep. you one quick question. Are you using iCloud to sync your calendars or what, what tool do you use for your calendars? I have not been really keeping a calendar. <laughs> It's kind of on my like I really should do list. Oh. Um, so okay, do you use a Gmail Outlook. or email or a iCloud I, email? I use a Gmail mainly, but I tend to do most all my email on my uh, Outlook on my Windows computer. Gotcha. But your your email and and there's a reason I'm asking these questions. Your email on your Outlook computer is a Gmail email. Is that correct? Um, I I have one that is and one that isn't. Okay. So when you add your Gmail, so this is the process that I use and where Marty was going with that and, and explaining is in Fantastic Out on my phone, I have under accounts, the Gmail account enabled. So that means that it uses my Gmail calendar as my, well, my Google calendar as my calendar. And then in, when I'm on Windows, if I go into Outlook, I can add the calendar into Outlook and I would add my Gmail calendar. And then anything that's added to my Gmail calendar in Outlook or in Fantastical will show up in the opposite place. And if you want that Outlook calendar to be the main calendar in Fantastical, you can set it so that's the primary calendar. So the first calendar will always add without you having to do anything. Once you set that up, would be whichever one you choose. For this example, it would be your Outlook calendar. 
Okay, so it sounds like the Fantastical side will probably be easier. I need to figure out how to add that Gmail calendar into my Outlook is probably the, the step I'm not really sure how to do. Gotcha. Shoot us an email, and I can get you some step-by-step directions for that. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. No yep. problem, Randy. Let's jump back over to Zoom. We got a lot of hands over here. We sure do. Christy Marshall, please go ahead and unmute. Hey, Christy. How you doing? Hello. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you. But good. I have two questions, and I'll ask them quickly. Uh, the first one is, I'm having trouble with my sound recognition uh, with voiceover because I go to turn it on, left point something gigabytes required, which I have. I have like 90 gigs of, of storage left to use. So then I turn it on, and in a few minutes, it'll say download paused 0%, and it won't do nothing. And I've tried everything. I don't know what if there's some caveat or something or, or something needs to be redone or reset or I don't know. So that's my first question. And then the second question is about the the Braille display on the BART app. Like when you read a book, there's extra symbols and things on the BART app as you're reading. Is there a way to get rid of those on a Braille display? And that's my question. Okay, so on the first one with voiceover and downloading the extra voices, so all of no, the no, voices... No, 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 that, that's, not, that's not what I... I was saying sound recognition, where like it listens for fire alarms and things like that. Okay. Yep. And and I just went and downloaded it, and it worked just fine. It said that it would take 10 megabytes, and I double-tapped the uh, sound recognition off and switched over to on, and then that paused it to download the data for the uh, sound recognition that it needed. And you're saying when you double-tap on the off button, uh, it prompts you to download, but then it fails at 0%. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, then it fails at 0%. It doesn't do anything. So before I would suggest taking a drastic action such as resetting settings or resetting your network settings, it could be worth reaching out to Apple Accessibility to see if there's something that's preventing that from happening. Uh, also, make sure that you are running the latest iOS. I, uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah. 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 Yep. So it does sound like it is a unique issue with your device. You could try what the first thing, two things that I would do myself is to go into general and reset and reset network settings first. That would require you to re-sign into any Wi-Fi networks that you've saved. But sometimes well, that does tend to fix things like that. And then of course there's the reset all settings option. But I'd reach out to Apple Accessibility as well. Okay. That that answers that question. And then Braille, extra characters with Braille on the NLS e-reader. Um, is this reading barred books on the e-reader itself? On or the phone. On the on, phone. Using the, yeah, using the BARD app on the phone. But gotcha. just using the e-reader at the Braille display. That I have not done that myself, so I don't have an answer for you on that. But I can play with it and try to get back to you. That'll work. That'll Perfect, work. Cindy. Thanks a lot. Yep. Thank you. Okay, let's check with Chanel and Clubhouse. Chanel, do we there have There is hands? currently no one. Okay. Um, Elizabeth, go ahead and unmute, please. Hi. Um, it is hi. It is possible that the extra characters, I don't know that this is true, but the extra characters you're seeing on a barred book may be characters, for instance, surrounding a title, which 
are new to you and are in UEB and which are informing you that that is italicized or something. So it may be actual real characters that are part of the new UEB code. And if that's true, yes, you can change your display to not use the UEB code to go back and use older grade two code. But there's some really good reasons not to do that and just learn the UEB code. So that's possible. Um, The other thing is, uh, Cheryl, if you want to subscribe to this podcast or any other podcast for which you know the name, you can either say, hey, Siri, follow Unmute Presents or push the um, right hand button on your phone and again say Siri follow unmute presents and that will subscribe you to the podcast without writing in um, as far as the language thing and the braille displays there has been and Chanel and Herbie will will verify this um, there have been issues with braille displays and iOS and when I spoke with Apple last week, Apple wants people to get in touch with Apple support and possibly with accessibility at apple.com and give them specifics when they run into problems, including um, steps and um, timestamps and that kind of thing. Um, I've talked to some people who claim they have no knowledge that there are iOS and Braille display issues, some Apple support people, which given the number of issues that there are is, let's just say, a shame. So maybe we can all talk to Apple when we run into Braille display issues because that would be good. Yeah, thank you, Elizabeth. Um, that is true, especially if you have problems with technology. Uh, I am guilty of it myself of forgetting or just choosing not to take the time to reach out to manufacturers to say, hey, I'm having these issues. So uh, appreciate that, Elizabeth. Uh, we will go ahead and move on to the next hand. Who would that be, Andrea? Okay, and just to let people know, um, I've got a couple of hands up, people who have already spoken. I'm going to take people who have not spoken first. So for those of you who've already asked a question, please be patient and wait until um, we cycle around to have everybody have a chance, okay? Um, Lester, please go ahead and unmute. How are you doing, Lester? Hey, how you doing? Good, good. What can we do for you? Okay, I have a Canon printer. I have it hooked up to my Windows 10 Outlook. It only prints half a letter, sometimes no letters. In a word, uh, a couple letters are missing. Uh, my daughter thought it was the ink was clogging the printer, and we were going to go buy a new printer, a Canon printer. My wife's printer had a problem. And she needed an email printed out. So on her uh, Android phone, she sent an email to my printer, and guess what? It printed it out perfect. Every letter was there. Everything was there. Somebody said I should make all my computers uh, Bluetooth accessible. There must be a glitch in the uh, uh, printer or in how I have it set up in my computer. Do you have an answer to that? Or should I just call uh, Canon and see what they can do for me. Well, one thing is 
when it comes to the computer, sometimes you need to add the printer software or drivers to make sure that it's going to work correctly. Um, do you know if you've added that stuff to the computer so that the printer and the computer are reading each other the right way? I think so, because this I've had this printer for three and a half years, and this just started about two months ago acting up like this, but it printed out whatever I wanted to print out through my computer. It did it perfectly. And about two to three months ago, that's when it started acting up. And um, I wonder if there's an update to the, either the, that particular printer software or drivers, or maybe there was an update to your operating system on your computer. Uh, I mean, there could be any number of different things that could be causing that. I have a suggestion for you, Les. What you could do, and this would probably get you a result a little bit faster because I'm unaware of an accessibility team at Canon, is reach out to accessibility at Microsoft because I think what could be happening is some some printer settings got changed in Outlook. Does this happen when you print anywhere or only when you're printing Outlook messages? Uh, I can't tell because that's all we have is outlook uh on my well, like computer. If, if you had a microsoft word document you opened it up and printed it would it print fine do you know i have never tried that so that would be my my first test is to try that because then that can narrow it down if it's a issue with an outlook setting or an issue with the printer connection to your computer because if it's still giving you issues when you try to print like a microsoft word document um then it sounds like it could be what marty was talking about which is a a driver issue and you want to make sure those are up to date and to ensure the the best i would reach out to microsoft accessibility and see if they have any suggestions after trying another like to print a word document or something else Okay, I will do that and see what happens. And thank you. Thank you, Les. No Have a great day. Uh, you too. Keep up the fantastic work. Thanks. All right. Do we, uh, Andrea? do we have anybody in Clubhouse, Chanel? We do not. Okay. Uh, Austin, please unmute. Thank you. Hey, Austin. The big question, um, the biggest question is... Um, Hopefully you can answer this this one. I have to shine. Um, is there an accessible uh, app I can do? A, like a, I'll sign something like a document or something? DocuSign is an app that people use to sign documents with? Yeah, because uh, my, my, uh, my email, I'm, I'm my counselor email me uh, i open it and it's not real accessible so like an app i can download yeah docusign is an app that they use for signing documents that's specifically what that app is for what's it called docusign like document docusign docusign yeah and and on ios right yeah it is on ios i believe it's on all the platforms actually Okay, shine. And if you have a problem with that, you can email us and we could send you a link to it if you can't find it on your own, but it should be in the app store. It's doc, uh, what's it called? DocuSign? DocuSign. All right, I'll, tr I'll try it. Uh, thank okay. you so much. Thank you. Right. Have right. a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, Laura, you are next. Please unmute. Excuse me, Laura. Hello, how are you? 
Hi, I enjoy your program. Thank I you. I have two questions um, that are, I think, fairly quick. Um, I'm taking class in Zoom, and a couple of weeks ago when I was in class, I wanted to raise my hand. I tapped the more button, and under the more button, there was no raise hand. I went under many other things, but I could never find the raise hand button. So that's the first question. The second question is, I ran into a problem last week. Um, I worked with a couple different people, and what I wanted to do was get on with a remote person uh, to my computer. And I've used um, AnyDesk, and I've also used TeamViewer and Quick Support. And I found that TeamViewer Quick Support used to be really good, but I wanted the free edition, which I had. And unfortunately, we were both able to get on. Everything was going really well, but after five minutes, they dump us off. And with the AnyDesk, I found it was done for the other person for me to take over that computer. I want them to be able to uh, remotely work with my computer. I would be on. I would be doing all the actions, but they would just tell, be telling me where to go, you know, for different things. And I would be, you know, tapping them to do the right thing. And, and then that enables to a blind person and a sighted person to work together. Do you know of any program um, that's a remote situation that doesn't dump you off in five minutes and then, or with the AnyDesk, how would I switch over to make, to make it the opposite way? Michael, what are you using? Um, so I'm looking up the name of the tool that I have experience with, and I will get that here for you in a moment. What was your first question though? The first question was about Zoom. When I hit the more button, ah. I couldn't find the raise hand anywhere. Yep. Is that so on a phone or an iPad or a computer? What are you? Lori, are you joining from a phone or an iPad or a computer? Where are you trying to find? Oh, the I'm more sorry. Hand? I was on. I was hand. on my iPhone. I was on my iPhone 11. Okay, so you want to look under. Um, some users are reporting that it is being found under the uh, reactions tab, and if you go to reactions, raised hand can be under there. If you don't find it under more. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate mm, that. No problem. And then another tool that, uh, so two things. Number one, if you like quick assist and that's working well for you, except for disconnecting you, go into the Microsoft store and download quick assist from there because there is an updated version that you want to make sure you're running. If you need the ability to go remote control someone else's computer or they remote control your computer, one tool I have experience with is remote incident manager or RIM, R-I-M. And and that will let you, even if the other person doesn't have a screen reader on it, control someone else's computer. And they are working on making it compatible with the Mac. So hopefully that'll be coming out in the near future. And that has me excited. But that's called RIM. It is... They do offer a free solution. I don't remember the restrictions of the free plan that they have, but then they do offer paid opportunities as well, either monthly or on an incident per incident basis. And that works with voiceover. Um, and so it will voiceover on the Mac or on your phone. I was using it on my on my no, I was using it on my on my iPad the one okay. day. So I guess I you know I have I will have a Mac up and running eventually, but I will yeah. I have my phone and my iPad right now. Gotcha. So RIM is actually not supported on the mobile devices. I thought you were just going from like desktop to laptop or vice versa. Oh, no, we were going from, I think the other person has an iPad and I have an iPad. So we were gotcha. trying to do that, that way and I wasn't sure what to use. 
Yeah. Try 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 checking for any updates or a new version of Quick Assist in the Microsoft Store, and that might solve the problem that you're having with it now. And you depending on what version you have, have there also yeah. might be an option to screen share through messages. Not on Windows. Messages oh. isn't on Windows. Uh, but I'm oh. on a, I'm on a I'm on She's Apple. On, yeah. I'm on Apple product. Yep, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I yeah, listen to Marty because you could do that as well. Messenger has, or messages, I should say, has a screen sharing option built into it. So if you have two devices, you and somebody else who's also on an iOS device, then you can uh, screen share through uh, Apple messages. And that might be more stable, a little bit easier for you guys to connect that way. Screen share through the messages, and then we could go over to Safari and screen share with what we wanted to screen share with over there. Yeah. It should be able to screen share and move around and look at whatever you need to look at once you have a solid connection. Okay, I will work with that. Thank you very much. No problem. Okay. Okay, um, Chanel, do we have anybody in Clubhouse? We do, but I just realized this person has already spoken. So do you want to go to people? It's actually yeah, based on the current question. Oh, it's based on the current question? Yeah, because I, I I just wanted to ask Marty real quick. Um, so you said that screen share option in Mac, that actually lets you share the screen with an iOS user as well as a Mac user? It should be anything like Apple or Mac related, anything that connect messages to messages. There is a screen sharing option that should allow you to screen share. Oh, wow. Okay, because I thought that was just for Mac users. I did not know that would work for iOS users as well. Interesting. And so it just lets you hear their screen, though. It doesn't let you actually control their screen. Is that correct? Correct. All right, perfect. And then do you know, Michael or Marty, so like, I'm really curious, cause I heard about the other day, Remote Incident Manager coming to the Mac. So is that going to be completely cross-platform or say like a Mac user could control a Windows user can Windows user's computer and vice versa? Or is it just going to be... Macs are able to control Windows computers. It is my understanding that is the holy grail of Mac users being able to control Windows and vice versa. We will see, though. We will see. We will see. That'll be a huge difference. That'll help me a lot. You know her habit goes with software and promises, so we'll just got to wait and see what happens. (laughs) All right. Well, now I know what's going to happen. You know, some of you Mac users are going to be, okay, Herbie, I want you to do control this for me. So. Yep. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yep. yep. So. All right. Thanks, Herbie. Very Thanks, Herbie. Okay, Andrea. Okay. Well, next, we have Ann Morrow. Please. Hey, Ann. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hi. 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 It's Ann from Florida. Hey, Lake Ann. Earth, how you doing? Florida. What can we do for you today? Um, uh, just one question here. Uh, it's about uh, speech on demand in JAWS. Somehow, I was working with an instructor from the Palm Beach Lighthouse last week and i don't know what happened we were on facetime on my phone and somehow i hit um speech on demand and joys i think on the computer's uh you know you know on the screen there and i know it came on and then joys disappeared and it wouldn't come back and um but now it's back for some reason i don't know i turned the computer back on and it came back again now what is this speech on demand it, do a lot of people use it? 
So speech on demand is a JAWS feature and you get to it by pressing the JAWS key. When I say JAWS key, I mean insert or caps lock, depending on how you have your settings and the space yeah, I know key. That. That'll play the little click and then tapping the letter S will turn speech on demand. It means that JAWS isn't going to read everything you highlight. I, I don't use it myself. Most people use it to disable their speech as a temporary mute function when sharing their screen. And then you toggle that off by doing JAWS key space followed by S again, and that'll toggle it off. Yeah, see, I tried that and it didn't work. Uh, it wouldn't, JAWS would not come back. And then all of a sudden... I turned my computer off and it came and JAWS came back again. But see that we were trying to get that's when we were trying to get the camera and the <laughs> the microphone on the laptop back, you know, because ah. we couldn't get it to come back. But now I got it back. So hopefully I won't have to worry. <laughs> I won't have a problem again. Now <laughs> is this an is this a new um program on community? So I haven't seen it before. No, nope, about a been... year old now. Yeah. Oh. So okay. So Thanks, welcome. Guys. Glad you found us and glad you made it. Yeah. All right, okay. Andrea. Who do we have? <clears throat> uh, Chanel. Do we have anybody in Clubhouse? No. Okay. Thank you. Veteran Doc, can you please unmute? Hey, Veteran. How's it going? Veteran. Doc. Hi there. Uh, I'm having trouble with the headset. Uh, when I use a series command, the volume drops to just barely above ESP. Like if I have it make a phone call, I can hear just barely that it's saying it's making a such and such a call. And but the call itself comes in, you know, normal volume. So it sounds like you have Siri volume really low. Uh, Siri has its own volume. So what I would suggest you do is with your headphones on. Then you activate Siri and tell it to tell you a story. And while it's talking, you can take the volume button and raise up the volume of Siri. And then when you're using Siri, it should be at a, the same volume level as the rest of your things. So try doing that and that should get the Siri volume up for you at the same level as whatever your other volumes are at. Okay, it seemed like the Siri's volume was up except when I was, you know, wanting to make the phone call for some reason. But I'll check that and see if that sounds like a good tip. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Okay, next we have Scott Edwards. Please go ahead and unmute. Hey, Scott. All right, hey, getting back to the speech <laughs> right. on demand, uh, that, is, um, that is a temporary thing. In other words, whenever you do bring up JAWS... Whenever you restart JAWS, either by restarting JAWS or restarting the entire computer, it will bring back speech. In other words, it's it's in other words, speech is going to be it's going to be it's going to reset itself to full speech. So that they just have it as a temporary thing. That many many of us who use Braille displays some often find it helpful because we can just turn off speech and just use Braille silent more silently without a lot of without all this without the speech constantly. But uh, that's that's really what it's in, intended for is to temporarily mute speech so that you can use them. You can do something without having speech uh, without a, without a lot of speech interruption or uh, as in uh, the case of a Braille display would be is a perfect example. Just thought I'd mention. 
Thank you, Scott. Yeah, I I should play with that a little more because you're that would be a great use for it to be able to just read off the Braille display while using Jaws. So exactly. thanks. Exactly. Thanks, Scott. And, Appreciate it. And if you ever get stuck with Jaws and you need to force Jaws to restart, you can do Jaws key space and the F4 key. So Jaws key space, release it, and then tap F4, and that forces Jaws to restart and it should bring your speech back. Who do we have next, Andrea? Okay, I'm gonna check with Chanel. Chanel, do we have anyone in Clubhouse? Um, I am checking. We do not. Okay. So we're going to take uh, Cheryl. Um, please go ahead and unmute. Okay. Hey, uh, Cheryl. Uh, hi. I have a, a several actually, several little short questions. First of all, uh, if I go to ACB radio, ACB radio, do I get there by just saying Siri, play ACB radio, or X, asking Alexa to play ACB radio? You want to say the number. So you, if you look in the the list that goes out for each class, there'll be, if it's being streamed, you'll see there'll be ACB media and then it will have a number. So okay. you'll want to say, play ACB media and whatever the number is, five, one, okay. it depends what it's on. You just got to look and see the thing you're looking for, which number it's being streamed to. And then sure. you would say that to your A lady and that's how you get there. Okay. Also, another quick question I had uh, is uh, this morning, for some reason, we're having an ice storm in Texas where I stand. But anyway, uh, I couldn't get my jaws to speak this morning. And so I luckily had some sighted assistance in the house, just temporary. He works on the weekends here, but um, he unplugged a keyboard that he was loaning me because my other keyboard died. So I've got just a plain one that you plug in and it finally started working. Do you have any suggestions if I can't get JAWS to come on? Because see, I needed to type in on my laptop, my code. You could try and restart your computer when you have to do that. So everything I kind of, I did that and it still didn't work. Nope. So um, when Jaws doesn't speak, that is very frustrating. I, I completely understand. What I have done in the past when I can't get speech is if you tap Control Windows Enter, that'll you turn did what? narrator. Sorry, you did what now? If you tap Control Windows and Enter keys, so press and hold Control Windows and Enter, that'll turn narrator on. And that'll tell you if JAWS is kind of locked up or if it's an issue with the keyboard itself. And often when you become familiar with the basics of narrator, you can navigate to get to uh, have JAWS rest uh, start talking. Or the last thing um, that might be helpful for you is the keystroke that I mentioned earlier, and that's the JAWS key. So caps lock or insert plus space, and then JAWS will make a little click sound. And if you press F4 on the top row of your keyboard, that'll make JAWS restart, and then it should come up and start talking. Okay, could you repeat those uh, keyboard steps one more time for that? Yep, in insert, insert key, and what else now? In space bar. Not simultaneously, right? Yes, simultaneously. So you want okay. to press insert and space and then let go of them mm -hmm. um, and then press the F4 key by itself and that'll force JAWS to restart. Okay, that should work. And then y'all yep, mentioned yep. something yesterday about Google Lookout. What is that? 
So Google Lookout is a tool that's available on Android uh, devices and the Blind Shell Classic 2. For iPhone users, it's fairly similar to Envision or Seeing AI, where it allows you the opportunity to read text as it sees it, to scan documents, scan product barcodes. You can get currency information and additional details. And uh, the, the content that we shared on the podcast with Google Lookout was me demonstrating using Google Lookout in the kitchen with my blind shell classic too. Oh, I understand. Okay. So, uh, and on the reading programs like Bookshare, Bard and Audible, uh, I'm, I asked, I'm connected with NLS, but I haven't been real active with that because of my jobs and stuff for a while. So, um, do I just go like to bookshare.com to, to re to re affiliate or something? So Bookshare and Bard are separate entities. So uh, you can use your Bard connection with Bookshare to verify that you're blind. Um, and then you, you would need to pay a annual fee for Bookshare. Um, and then Bard, you can just download the Bard, B-A-R-D app on your device. Um, and you can download books with once you sign in there. Okay, so Bard's free, right? Yep, Bard is free. Bookshare does have a monthly uh, annual donation. I think it's forty or fifty dollars. Okay, so that's Bard.com. Uh, it is in a, It is uh, just search for nlsbard.loc.gov. Okay, just a second. So that's um, nls nls bard okay. b a r d uh huh dot l o c for Library dot, of Congress yeah dot gov dot gov okay and i just sign up and then get my password and all that reinstated yep, you might need to call your state library to get your credentials and to uh, finish the sign up process but there's details that that web page where you can learn how to get started okay so i can do that on the computer and on the ios the yep. iphone as well yep. oh okay well um that that should be it's audible uh, a subscription fee too yes okay but bard is not okay correct okay well, I think you really answered a lot of questions because I've forgotten a lot of this because uh, for personal, re personal reasons, I've been, you know, just trying to get all back into this because this is the way the world works right now. And gotcha, on, Cheryl. And uh, on the calendar, on the phone is, on the iPhone is the calendar. Um, uh, when I use reminders, they talk all the time and it just gets on my nerves. So how mm -hmm. do I go, how do I go in and use the calendar? So the... You're, I believe you're one of the people who had emailed us, right, Cheryl? Yes. Can we talk about that later? Yeah. Yeah. Let me okay. shoot you an email and we'll, we'll, uh, get, we'll be able to answer your questions from there because I do see we have like two more hands in Zoom. Sure, go right ahead. Sure, that's fine. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Something really, something really quick for Cheryl, too. There are ways to get Bookshare for free if you are a senior. Um, there, you might ask someone with your like state rehab department or something because there are some ways to get Bookshare and not have to pay for it. Um, okay. just FYI. So yep. that's another thing. Okay. What state are you in? Thank you. She's in Texas, I think. Okay. Yes, Texas. Yes, with the ice storm. Okay. Perfect, Andrea. Who do we have next? Uh, Jewel, go ahead and unmute, uh, please, dear. I I do believe actually not to jump <laughs> in, but uh, Bell, I think is. Oh no, you're right. Sorry. I, Disregard I don't see me. Bell with her hand. Disregard me. I'll stop. No, you're fine. You're fine. Go I didn't ahead. have a question. I just had a quick <clears throat> comment. Um, I was looking. I clicked the unmute presents link on the um, schedule and it did, it said that the server could not be connected to. And also, could you um, give your email? Cause the one I have is the Gmail. Do y'all have, do y'all not use that one anymore? 
We have a new one. It's feedback at unmute.show. Okay. Does the old one not work then? No, it does still. You could send emails oh, okay. to there too. I'll just so. I'll just use that in the future then. Feedback. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the website does not seem the server is not connecting apparently. I thought yeah, I'm looking like into that, that right now. Okay. We'll check it out and see what's going yep. on with it. Thanks, Jewel. Thanks, Jewel. Okay, we have currently have no hands. I'm going to check with um, Chanel. Do we have? And we hands also on? have no hands. Okay, so we're good right now, guys. All right. Well, it looks like we're just about almost out of time. Yep. So at this point, I'm going to say thank you, everybody, for coming. Uh, we'll be here same time, same place next week. Once again, the email address, if you want to reach out and get a hold of us, is feedback at unmute.show. And I want to thank all of our people here for helping us out, Andrea and Chanel and Belle for uh, being here to help make this go, which is uh, much appreciated. So thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. And Michael, in closing, got anything? Yeah, uh, just want to thank everyone. Go ahead and find Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast app. I added an extra letter to the uh, community call thing, so I fixed that in my text expander snippet. So next week's community call will be fixed. Thanks, Jewel, for bringing that up. And uh, you guys, we will be back next week. And don't forget to check out Unmute Presents in your favorite podcast platform. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>